Don't you know that not listening to the Shenmue AM2 podcast is way uncool? Welcome back to another episode of the Shenmue AM2 Podcast, where it's Andrew and Matt. And we're here to talk about episode 9 of Shenmue the Animation, Distinct. What does that refer to? I don't know. Rio's Distinct Odero. <laughs> you said Odero really good. <laughs> I don't even think odor is a French borrow word. <laughs> Chaldaire. Chaldaire. Uh, say it right, Frenchy. <laughs> oh my god, someone took a huge bite out of the giant Rice Krispie Square, and the waiter's been badly beaten. <laughs> There's your Simpsons reference for this episode. Mm-hmm. Did you did you know that uh, the chowder chowder joke, how it works in French? No. Like in the French dub? No. Uh, in the French version, at least the French-Canadian version, you know, it wouldn't make sense for the Simpsons to make a, a, a joke about a Frenchman's pretty pronunciation if everybody's speaking French. But a, a, a Frenchman's? Frenchman. Um, I guess, although it, it is still making fun of a French person's uh, pronunciation, it's just which type of word they use. So th- they change it from chowder to beans. So uh, what's the Quimby, Quimby, Quimby's nephew's name? I can't remember. Well, Quimby. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, he, he says uh, de ban for beans. And the, the French waiter says the proper fèvre. <laughs> so he's like, fèvre, fèvre, c'est bien. <laughs> I learned something new today. All right, back on track here. Uh, so, this episode starts with Rio uh, in the library, and he finds the Wulin Shu. Uh, it's also how the other episode ended. He like flips it over, sees that mm-hmm. Yuan Dezhu is the author. He opens it up, and what does he see inside? I jokingly said it looked like the Zelda timeline because <laughs> there's like a chart of that branches off. Um, he should have been. He should have just picked it up and said, "I knew it. <laughs> I had the correct canon timeline all along." Um, so. Seasons and ages should be in the same. <laughs> uh, so the little note, he has a little flashback. Or I don't want to say a flashback because it doesn't have like the fogginess around it, mm. but he has an image in his mind of Londi. Um, and then the little paper falls out that we know to be the Chowan sign. Uh, he doesn't know what it is and he asks Fang Mei about it and she said, go to the South Carolina quarter, was it? Or Lucky Charm? I don't remember. One of the quarters. Um, <laughs> essentially, she sends him to the Hong Tonk. Hong, Hong Tonk. <laughs> My God, this episode's going great so far. Hong Kong Tea Shop. <laughs> and the gentleman there, who I think was the same gentleman when he met Guizhang, or Guizhang yeah. um, says to check around or whatever. Um, but then uh, Zhang Yu Barbershop guy. Just happens to be there. Yeah. Um... I think did we jump ahead here? Maybe. Maybe. He asked Fang Mei about the note. She doesn't know. Yeah, and Fang Mei sent him to the, the whatever quarter. And the, um, and the tea shop guy tells him about the Chow Wen sign, or is it somebody else? No, it's someone else. He, it's oh, it's, it, it's Gui Zhang. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, he goes to her house. One thing I think they did a remarkably good job at in this is when you see the door in her apartment, mm. it looks exactly like the door in the game. Like, the layout of her apartment and everything, I think they did a really good job with that. Yeah. Uh, so she goes on to... And I don't know if they explain it in the game, that, and this could be how the dub is for English, but she says they're heaven, uh, earth, friend, and dragon. Mm-hmm. Do they ever say that in the game? Mm. That each one, like... I don't recall that being a thing, but it's been a while. And then she, he's sitting down at the table, and she said them in that order the first time, but then when she said they're from left to right, heaven, dragon, earth, friend, which I think it's just the dub of, wrong dub of how it should be comrade, because yeah. it, it's like the... The secret code. Mother, yeah, the... But I mean, friend, comrade, same thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so she teaches him a sign. He goes, and it, the way they have the episode kind of done is she's explaining it to him, but the audio for that part is happening, but he's outdoing it. And he attempts it at a restaurant, and you see someone kind of look over their shoulder, seeing that he's doing it. And then Rio just waits there, and nothing happens. And he asks for his check, and then the waiter comes over and said, Oh, this person left a note for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says, Go to Manmo Park. <laughs> Matt's getting a bunch of text messages. I'm getting messages from Adam Scipione about the, uh, the documentary. Yes. Have we talked about how that's finished? I don't know if we're allowed to because it's we can't sh- do don't ask some, us to share it yeah yeah and, uh, it's yeah due to some I don't want to say copyright but legal stuff we can't share it like all the Kickstarters backers can only watch it by themselves I mean Matt and I can watch it together because we backed it together mm-hmm. as well uh, but I think I want to watch it but I don't know if I want to review it and I don't know if we can review it because of what's happening with it right now I haven't heard what's happening with it. They, ju- they just have some legal stuff they need to finalize, but because... The, I, don't, I don't want to say they're jumping the gun on it, but they are releasing it before they, I think, technically should. Mm. But I, that's fine. Um, but yeah, there's I'll show you the Kickstarter thing. Um, yeah, I backed after the Kickstarter was finished, so I have got zero updates. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's I'm excited to watch it, because I didn't get to watch it when they had that little preview on YouTube mm. a year or whatever ago. I didn't even know about that. Um, and I don't think it was the final cut. Uh, so he gets the note at the restaurant and says, meet me at Mammo Park at like 8pm or something. Mm-hmm. And funny story, when I watch this, I have a brand new puppy. He's like nine weeks old. <laughs> I watch this sitting at my computer desk on the monitor and Walter, my little puppy, sleeping on the desk in between my arms. And when Rio goes to the park, he's like, oh, this must be the place. And then just bang, he gets smoked with a like a lead pipe. Mm-hmm. And when that pipe hit Rio, it scared the hell out of little Walter. <laughs> Did he fall out of your... Out he your shot life? up and was just out of a dead sleep, just eyes not knowing what's going on. Just it was. <laughs> you shouldn't have hit him with that him. pipe. Why are, you, why are you hitting your dog with a pipe? I didn't hit the dog with a pipe. <laughs> um, but yeah, he, uh, he gets clobbered in that mm. scene. So, does that have a direct reference in in the game? You do. You go to the park and you, you get beat the, up, right? You go to the park and yeah, it's just one of those fights you can't win. Yeah. To my recollection, it it's just one of those slowly ones fades out. Fades out. Yeah. yeah. Um, Even if you're doing okay. <laughs> yeah. That, <laughs> I'm waiting. I what? Hey, no, what? I can't see. <laughs> it's dark in here. <laughs> uh, so he gets knocked out. Then you see the dream little border around the screen, and he sees Londi in the dream, and he like runs towards him, and Londi just 
clobbers him. One's right in the chest. Uh, and then he... He basically sticks his hand out and Rio runs into it like a yeah. dummy. <laughs> and Rio has that panic in the dream and then wakes up. Mm-hmm. And he's all bandaged up. And he's all buff. He's buff as hell. <laughs> Does he ever get his shirt removed in the game? I don't know. I don't think so. Matt's into it. My man do it. <laughs> uh, so he's all bandaged up. He wakes up. He's talking to Fang Mei's there, tending to him. He doesn't have a clue how he got home. And she's like, you don't remember how you got home? And but she doesn't tell she us. She doesn't explain, <laughs> which I absolutely think is hilarious. I assume Zhu Ying yeah, she implies beat up the people. Yeah, she implies that, like, Zhu Ying is, you know, looking after him and taking care of him. Mm-hmm. But is she just following him around all day? I think so. <laughs> Sometimes? Yeah, it's it's weird that she, I don't know. She She's there when she needs to be there. <laughs> Maybe she has a thing for him, I don't know. <laughs> um... So he gets lectured by Fang Mei, uh, and then he asks who Zimming is, because he saw it on the back of the photo. We'd like to know, too. We'd like to know if he's more than just her brother. Maybe someday we'll find out. I'm getting the impression that she knows more than she's leading on, Mm -hmm. because she says something near the end of this episode that doesn't ever get mentioned in the game, to my knowledge, Mm -hmm. um, that I think is a bit of a game-changer, pardon the pun. (laughs) Um... What? I can't even read my own writing here. <laughs> Bamer meets him at the tea shop. Ba- oh, Barber. Bamer. Uh, so Rio goes back and tries to chow and sign again at the tea shop. And this is where uh, the Zhang Yu barbershop guy shows up. Mm-hmm. And they have a conversation. And he shows Rio the scar on his arm. And, like, it, it was a bad experience. But he tells him to come with him, and they go to the barber shop, and you get that QT that everyone fails mm-hmm. because they do the QT where he puts the razor blade to his neck. Well, in this, he doesn't even say "don't move." He just does it. Yeah, and he, there's no instruction. And Rio only flinches a little bit too. He's just like, eh. yeah, like scared of like the contact of the the blade to his neck. But that's really. He doesn't flinch that bad. If I mean, if someone did that to me... I'd... The guy even compliments him on his reflexes. Nice reflexes. Yeah, get out. <laughs> <laughs> you hippie, I'll cut your damn hair. Uh, Rio asks him if he knows the voodoo. Um, he implies that he kind of does, but like... You're not ready. Yeah, you're not ready. You're lacking. Uh, it shows the outside of the barbershop. The outside of the barbershop looks really close to the one how it does in the game. Really close. Then we get something kind of funny that happens. Rio has a flashback of his dad saying he's lacking or he doesn't have enough. That's totally his middle name. <laughs> Rio lacking Hazuki. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and yeah, the flashback that it's just a still frame. It's a still frame with an open of, mouth. <laughs> it's a still frame of his father with an open mouth, but there's dialogue. Uh, yeah. Then it's the one of Master Mo, mm. which has dialogue, but that one's animated and he's speaking. And then we have a flashback of literally just in the barber shop <laughs> where he was two seconds earlier. Save that animation budget. Of uh, of Zhang Yu, Barber, just saying, you know, you're, you're lacking. You've never had a flashback of something that's just happened in your life? <laughs> Two seconds later, you never went cross-eyed and just remembered what just happened? It's a very relatable thing. Everyone does it, Andrew. <laughs> I, can't, I can't make myself go cross-eyed. <laughs> you're trying to have a flashback of just a few moments ago. I'm dropping my bubbly cans when I walked into your house. Yeah. I managed not to explode. Um, so, 
After that, it cuts back to, it appears to be later in the day at Manmo Temple. Fang Mei's sweeping outside. Zhuing is kind of stalking her and says, like, hey, where's the Fang Mei's like, he went to look for the whatever. And Zhuing... He went to do some sort of tea thing. He's, like, big into tea right now. And she's totally into coffee, and it's just never going to work out for her. No. But uh, Zhuing kind of looks annoyed a little bit. Then <sighs> Rio goes to... This episode's hard to track. There's so many... There, yeah, there's it's a like, lot of cuts. He keeps going from here to here to here, back to here, that, this the, way, that way. The Donu Diner, I think it's called. Mm. Uh, and he meets Shukin, but in the game, he's Zhang, isn't he? I believe so. Unless, like, Zhang, it's, like, first and last name, maybe? Could be. But he introduces himself, saying he kind of works for Yuan Deju, and... He's got that ridiculous face. Yeah, <laughs> oh, they, they do have him spot on in the brown suit and everything. Uh, but then some some bad guys bust through the door, and they're all like, yeah. And he's... Zhang's just like, you gotta run! And then Zhang just tries to plow through them. <laughs> all these guys... Uh, two of them approach Rio. He dispatches them real quick. Yeah, so quick I couldn't even tell what he did. It was just kind of like punch to the chest, punch to the chest. Uh, then Yuan shows up. Yeah, and Yuan in this version of the story is a man. Which is the same as the Japanese version of the game, so yeah. original intention, creator's intent. Yeah, um, and she's kind of... He- or he, <laughs> uh, he is not trash talking, but kind of talking down Rio because he has his goons with him. Mm. And then out of the darkness, just <laughs> they're all dead. Not they're not dead, but they're all incapacitated. Incapacitated. And who did that, Matt? I mean, it was totally uh, Wong, right? Chuck Norris. <laughs> Chuck Norris. No, it was Zhu Ying, of course. It was Shamu the Whale. <laughs> um, so I can't even remember how that scene ends now. Does he? He doesn't even see her, does he? He's yeah. He, he sees her run away. No, does no? Does Rio see Zhu Ying? No, uh, he does not see Zhu Ying there. Um, so what did he think happened? Yeah, <laughs> he just has like a guardian angel looking out for him. All it's those the- guys just had heart attacks. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> How, how much MSG's in the food at Donu Diner? <laughs> um, so, this is where I'm trying to remember because he ends up going to have to find Ren. He goes to, an, is it another another couple uh, tea shops doing the sign? And he, he did it wrong the first time. Yeah, and someone said he needs to find Ren of Heavens. Was it the barber that said that? I can't remember. No, no, because he goes I, back to the barber after Ren. I wish I had to be able to have a flashback about this from. <laughs> <laughs> Try to flashback real hard. Uh, so he knows he has to find Ren of Heavens. So he goes to do that, and they let him in, kind of, and then just he Again, gets clobbered. Beat him in the face. That would have <laughs> cracked his cheekbone open. Yeah, he gets Nancy Kerrigan right in the face. <laughs> Uh, he wakes up on Wong's boat. How'd Wong get in there? Yeah, Wong must have some upper body strength uh-huh. of some sort. <laughs> I'm just picturing him like like pulling him across from boat to boat <laughs> and accidentally dropping him in the harbor. <laughs> His head's just like rattling off each boat as he takes over the thing, yeah. Oh crap! <laughs> Rio just sinks. <laughs> 
the mirror is weighing him down, ironically. <laughs> um, so he ends up on the boat. He wakes up. Him and Wong are having a conversation. Wong's like, I'm going to kind of stay out of this. You'll need this. And he gives him the lighter, which is not a Zippo in this. Mm. Um, or what were the fake ones? Zeppos? <laughs> Probably. I can't remember. Uh, and then it just cuts to Rio going back to meet these same guys. Uh-huh. But now he has a lighter, so everything's different. <laughs> yeah. I did note, too... Uh, when they show him at that fence part, it does have the Beverly Hills like graffiti on the building, and it was mm-hmm. very reminiscent of how it is in the game. Uh, so he just goes there, and when he meets Ren, it's entirely different than meeting Ren in the game. You don't have to bring Wong says, tell them you have the cash for Ren, but in the game you actually have to bring him cash. Yeah, and you have that like meeting with them outside like the school bus or whatever it is. Isn't there like a first person section as well there? Yeah, yeah. When you're infamous first person yeah, fighting, that, that was section. so weird. They put that in, <laughs> um, but yeah. And then you meet him in the warehouse, and he tries to kill you. Yeah, with the knife. This in the show. You literally meet him at what appears to be the Kowloon hideout. Yeah. Like, it looks very similar to that. There's no warehouse, um, and that's that's really it. And he basically does what he's supposed to do with the barber here, where he just, like, stands up to the knife to the throat. Yeah. I'm not sure why he did that here. What made him think he could trust Ren? <laughs> he has the, the, the four woo-doo mat. <laughs> Uh, so Ren essentially is like, hey, yeah, I know where Yuan Deju is. And they just get to that scene where Yuan and the guy that runs the duck race <laughs> are having some sort of business meeting in a, the bottom of one of the, the buildings at the, one of the warehouses at the port or the harbor or whatever. And Rio turns around to talk to Ren and Ren's gone. And there's that pipe. The, the pipe sitting behind Rio. Yeah, this was all pretty one-for-one one from the game. Yeah, mm. and uh, he goes to back up, and the pipe gets knocked over. Yuan sees him. She tells the goons he. to get him. He, damn it. <laughs> you played this in English too many times. I do. Every time I play the second one, I play the English... Uh, the English um, version? The English version. Well, it's, the it's Xbox? English. No. I, I play the... It's dubbed in Japanese, but it has the English subtitles on the Dreamcast, so I can have that save file go through. Right. You're doing a good job of catching me every time, though, I must say. <laughs> uh, so Yuan tells the guys to get him, essentially, and then we cut to re, uh, Ren back at the fountain. And he's like, I got a bag of money, do-da, do-da. <laughs> and then Rio shows up, and he's like, uh, what? How'd you get here? And essentially they show... The whole chase ending up with the scaffold, bamboo scaffolding fall onto a truck thing. But yeah, they have... Before that, they have Yuan's thugs, like, just laid out in the oh, bottom yeah. of that... The basement of that building or whatever, because Rio beat them up. Mm-hmm. And then you do have that chase scene through the building where he, like, even kicks, like, the empty paint cans or buckets or whatever they are down the stairs at him. Mm-hmm. They fall off the scaffolding, uh, and they both kind of come to in the... I gotta sneeze. The mirror's between them on the... So surprised that didn't break, like, under his weight or something. Oh, it's made out of Phantom Rumor Stone. <laughs> Is that... You're gonna talk to him for a second. <laughs> I'm gonna sneeze real bad, fills some airtime. Uh, Andrew's sneezing. Uh, I'm trying not to. <laughs> do it. No. You can do it. No. Do you remember, uh, do you ever watch Third Rock from the Sun? Uh, only a few episodes way back in the day. I always remember, uh, the first time... The, the first time they sneezed in their human bodies... I think it was the the girl. She was like, she sneezed, and they're all like, "What was that?" And she's like, "I don't know, but I want another one." <laughs> I was like, "It does feel good to sneeze." 
<laughs> I don't understand how people hold sneezes in. Well, you just did it. No, but like when they sneeze and they go, <laughs> or something like that, like I would piss myself. Yeah. <laughs> it's your, not good for your, your blood brain, pressure. Your brain explodes at the back of your head. <laughs> Do you ever see that robot chicken? I think somebody like put like a finger over the, they're like, and they put a, their finger over their nose and it's the back of their head exploded. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I want to go back and watch more Robot Chicken. They still make it? <laughs> yeah, they do. Really? I went to a college with a guy. Went to a college. I went to college with a guy. Who's well, you did go to a college with him as well. True. Uh, his sneeze sounded like a, a techno beat. So he, he would sneeze like... <laughs> and I always just wanted to record it. And just I, I thought it. you were going to say like he helped at producing Robot Chicken. No, no, no. <laughs> That's where that story was going. No, I just wanted to loop his... <laughs> ridiculous sneeze so Rio and Ren have a conversation um essentially Ren saying you're in it for something else I'm in it for the money give me the money <laughs> even though there's no proof of any money coming his way yeah but essentially Ren's kind of saying like I'm gonna go on this adventure with you mm. and then Rio has the thing like oh huh this part moved, moved fairly quickly <laughs> this whole episode moved fairly quickly but them kind of teaming up moved very quickly it was like the last three minutes or something yeah uh, so goes to Rio back at the barber shop. He doesn't flinch. Or am I getting this out of order again? Yeah, the barber shop where he doesn't flinch. Uh, that already happened. Uh, he, end, he ends up at the Manmo Temple. Yeah, and he's explaining he knows the four wound. Actually, he, he never tells her that he knows the fourth one, does he? I think he quotes it. I don't think he tells her that he. Or knows. he knows all of the wound. He he alludes to that he has mm. everything, um, and he wants to find the truth. And here's what she says that I don't think was ever in the game, and I think entirely may change this, or, or it's a very clever piece of foreshadowing. She said, what if your dad was killed by mistake? <laughs> and... I found that odd. I can't, I can't see Londi making a giant mistake like that. Like, oh, I got revenge on the wrong guy. Whoops. I don't know. It happens, though. Like, is his dad a twin? <laughs> Hmm. Is does Zhuing know something? Does Zhuing know her brother Zimming killed Rio's dad? Is her brother Lan Di? <laughs> like, <sighs> I think it haven't haven't parts of the story being kind of uncovered, and it's he's not he's just one of the other one of the other bosses of the Chiyu men. He's not. Lan or did Di. he send Lan Di to kill him? Hmm. I don't know. But. <sighs> Yeah, maybe. I think she knows more than she's leading on. Oh, definitely. And I maybe we'll find out in a season two. I think she may want to try to be doing preventative maintenance on Rio <laughs> of him doing something and making, maybe possibly making the same mistake. Mm. Um. Yeah, she totally sees her brother in him. That's for sure. Yeah, and she says the seeds. Essentially, there's been seeds of revenge planted in Rio, and her thing is, um, martial arts are meant to preserve life, not destroy it. Hmm. And he just says, "I'm going on my way," and leaves. And it, the episode ends with her going, "As you wish." But she's feeling remorseful that she's like telling him not to go. Hmm. But she also does not equip him with a new move. <laughs> No, not yet. If you could give Rio one move, what would it be? <laughs> uh, I, I'm just fl- Stone Cold Stunner. <laughs> oh, you mean any move? Yeah. Uh, I want him to spear somebody. <laughs> just run and tackle with the shoulder. <laughs> 
And that's how that episode ends. With him spearing Zhu Ying. <laughs> He'd like to spear Zhu Ying. <laughs> we, before this episode, played Shenmue 1HD Remake, whatever it's called. Yeah, my continuing quest to get first place in the race. Now that, now that I know my controller was broken. And guess what? I did in, it! In one try, Matt did it. <laughs> All I needed was a not broken controller. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> I just thought Matt sucked at video games. <laughs> So did I. <laughs> I was like, why can't I do it? So that segment of our show is over. Is over. Oh, it right. lasted a whopping two episodes. <laughs> but there is something I want to talk about, Matt. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if this will impact you as much because you're moving towards digital mm-hmm. like a terrible human being. <laughs> I, did I say that out loud? <laughs> um, I posted on my Facebook that like there was like five games that I was really pumped about, mm-hmm. and that list should have actually been ten because there's ten games coming out that I'm pumped about, Oof. and that never really happens. It's like one or two, maybe three, four maximum a year, mm. uh, but there's just stuff, and these aren't necessarily coming out all at one time. A lot of them we don't know when they're coming out at all, do we? And yeah, one of them, spoiler, one of them's Breath of the Wild, and uh, that's next year. <laughs> that got delayed. Yeah. It's been in development for five years now? Something like that. Um, But I have a picture here. So I went to, now, GameStop in Canada instead of EB Games, and I pre-ordered. I tried to, I looked on their website to see if I could pre-order all ten of these games. Mm -hmm. Four of them were not available yet, uh, because I don't don't know if all of them are getting physical copies. Um, But at one time, I pre-ordered six games. This is something I've never done before. Yeah, the thing with you is you love physical games, but you also mostly just play like indie games and retro games and uh, in, uh, retro revival games. And a lot of those just go straight to digital, and you're lucky if you get a physical collector's edition, and that's it. Yeah, it is It is frustrating, because there's, like, the first one on my list here is House of the Dead. Hmm. For the, It's oddly only coming to the Switch. That is odd. Uh, but they did announce physical copy for it, but it's not coming out day one. Hmm. And I... I don't know if I want to wait, because uh, that comes out, like, in a few days, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. I think it's April 7th, maybe, so it's real soon. Uh, but I pre-ordered that. Then I pre-ordered Mario Strikers Battle uh, Battle League for the Switch. That's, like, your one AAA game, probably. <laughs> no, there's some other ones oh, on really? there. Um, Mario Strikers, if you've never played it, is a fucking great that's party what it, game. That's what everyone says. It's so much fun. Um, Splatoon 3 for the Switch Mm. Um, the Cowabunga collection for the PS4 I may change that to the Switch because I imagine a bunch of my friends are going to get it and they might get it on Switch Mm -hmm. I don't know I just figured the PS4 version might run a little bit better Possibly, but I mean, they're all old games. They shouldn't shouldn't struggle on a Switch, you would think Um, The Wonder Boy collection I've never played a Wonder Boy game Oh really? I'm trying to get there's been three of them released on the PS4 I'm trying to get all of those, then this collection, because I'm trying to get all of the old Saga franchises that have been revived. So you're talking about Wonder Boy or Monster World? They're both <laughs> the same thing, aren't they? One's a spinoff of one. Kind of, yeah. Um, so you've never played either, you mean? No. No. Oh. Um, Don't you have, like, a Genesis Classic or uh I do. Never played them. They're good. Um, and that's kind of why I want to get this collection is to, to is, play through them. Is the remake of Dragon's Trap on there? Apparently that's great. Um, no, but that's one of the ones that I need. That's uh, that's by the Streets of Rage people, isn't it? I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Nintendo Switch Sports I pre-ordered as well. Mm-hmm. 
Um, just the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? What's the new style of multiplayer game? Battle Royale. The Battle Royale uh, Wii Bowling looks absolutely hilarious. I didn't see that. It's like 30 games of bowling all at the same time, and whoever has the lowest score in each frame gets eliminated. So it's online? Yeah. Oh, okay. It looks really fun. So it's like Tetris 99. Yeah, yeah. but Wii Bowling, essentially. <laughs> So those are the six that I was able to pre-order. The ones that I was not able to pre-order yet are Blossom Tales 2. Um, What is that? It's a Zelda clone. Uh, It was released physically on the Switch and is insanely expensive now. I I got it on sale for like $10 or something. It is the most Zelda clone game other than like Golden Axe Warrior and... Something Horn. 3D Dot Game Heroes. No, there's something... Ocean Horn. Ocean Horn. Ocean Horn really isn't as much as people think it is, I don't think. I think it's just a Aesthetically, it really looked kind of like a Zelda. Um, so this is this is this Blossom game is not about the the eighties sitcom, nineties sitcom. No. <laughs> okay. But when you play it, you're like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> uh, Bomb Rush Cyberfunk. Mm. The still don't know how that that game is legal <laughs> to make. <laughs> Just it's like what you would call it? taxi. What was it called? Taxi Rush. Maybe Taxi Chaos. This is even more blatant. It is. Uh, but there's a tr- at least one track release for it called, uh, what is it? Something Defunct. Get, get Defunct? Uh, Jack Defunct. Jack Defunct. By Hideki Naganuma. And it is Jet Set Radio, Jack Ryan Radio vibes. 100%. It's so good. And uh, is that? do we know if he's doing more music than that? Is he doing the whole soundtrack or is he just contributing one thing, kind of like how Yuzo Koshiro contributed one or two tracks to Streets of Rage 4? Oh, he contributed like four or five to Streets of Rage 4. Did he? Okay. Yeah. Well, either way, he didn't do the whole soundtrack like he used to. Yeah. So is um, that the same thing here with... But he didn't do the whole soundtrack of Jack Grind Radio either, because there was a bunch of licensed music in it. Yeah. In the Japanese version, was there licensed music, though? I I don't know. I don't think there was. At least not the same licensed music, if there was. Yeah. Uh, Next up was Breath of the Wild 2, which got delayed until 2023. And lastly, just there isn't any... Because they haven't announced the physical version of it yet, Shredder's Revenge. Mm. Um, But if I could get my hand on all ten of those games, I'm happier than a pig and shit, Matthew. (laughs) Yeah. What are you excited for coming up? Uh, Bomb Rush, Cyberfunk... Ninja Turtles collection, Shredder's Revenge, uh, Evil Dead, the game, um, and uh, Marvel Midnight Suns. It's kind of like a strategy RPG, kind of like a Final Fantasy Tactics sort of thing, but it's with Marvel superheroes. Is that a mobile or? Nope, it's on PS4. Oh, huh. uh, I think I remember. It's by the people who did. Uh... Oh, not so calm. What is it? Oh, that one where it's like aliens. Uh. XCOM? XCOM. Yeah, it's by the XCOM people. <laughs> it's just, it, no, it's, it's the SOCOM people. <laughs> and just fucking, what was his name, Boomer? <laughs> Boomer from what? He was so, in your in SOCOM, this is one of the, it, it's Natalia Goldeneye levels of bad AI, <laughs> where you're in the, you're this, you're uh, four Navy SEALs, and there's you, mm-hmm. and your partner's named Boomer, and then there's Spectre and Jester. <laughs> 
And, like, it was supposed to have this incredible AI, and there was all these voice commands, you had your headset, and, like, oh, I'm outside this building. I'll crawl under this window so I don't get seen. And then Boomer would just walk by behind you, (laughs) and, like, you could be giving him commands, and he'd just fucking stand there. (laughs) Like, it was so fucking bad. So he he could blow your cover? Oh, (laughs) no, it's not that he could. He would 100% (laughs) of the goddamn time. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, that's... I got pre-order fever, man, and I need cowbell to, to make it better. <laughs> the only uh, cure is more pre-orders. More pre-orders? I'm, we're curing pre-orders with pre-orders? That's the cowbell skit. Uh, I got, I got a... Uh, is it cowbell fever? He uh, says something and the only... I got a fever, and the only prescription... Is more cowbell. More cowbell. Yeah, yeah. Is that, like that also in the comments, is that the greatest Saturday Night Live skit of all time? <laughs> it's up there. Not the greatest. I'd, I'd have to think on that. Chippendales? <laughs> With Chris Farley? Yes. That one's pretty good. <laughs> it's just, I like your dancing, but his body's so much better. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great skit. Yeah. Uh, anything adding to this at the end? Nope. Other than Chris Farley's not great body and Patrick Swayze's... <laughs> Who, nope. Who looks better without a shirt on? Patrick Swayze or Rio? It's <laughs> <laughs> a tough one. I don't know. Rio, Rio's fictional and Patrick Swayze's dead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, find us on the socials at Shenmue Pod on Twitter. Uh, Shenmue Podcast at gmail.com. Facebook, we have a page and a group. We're on the dojo. Um, we post all the episodes there. Blech. Like, subscribe, all that good stuff. And we'd like to thank our sponsor this week, Hong Kong Tea Shop. Do you want to just come in and stare at empty teacups all day long? We're okay with that. Bye. Bye. <laughs>